This is my tribe. 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 What's up? Welcome to the Tribe Night Messages podcast. Tribe Night is for students who are curious about faith and eager to discover how a relationship with Jesus could change their lives, their schools, and the heartland. For more information, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at cstone.students or text tribe to 94000. Hope you enjoy the message. All right. So, some of you guys know I'm Rico. I'm one of the uh, recent leaders that just joined the team here. And Morgan, we we had a meeting this week and we spoke about uh, this next series that's coming up called Messy Christmas. And I was thinking about that and what that means in regards to the lives that we live for Christ. And not necessarily um, from the worldly side, but from uh, what does Christ say about my life and about identifying the things that I cause? Um, What areas do I play a role in mess? And as I was thinking about this, Sorry, guys, this is uh, just the devil trying to get in the way of what, what I need to say or what God has called me to say. And uh, that always happens. But so as I was thinking about this, um, how do we heal from, from mess? And the story I want to take you guys to is, is in the book of John, chapter 4. And, and it talks about... Um, the mess this lady had. And and ultimately, she had some, some mess in her life, but she also had some mess that she kind of walked into. And uh, so I just want to share with you guys real quick um, this mess, because sometimes mess, we look at it, and sort of like a multitude of things can happen. We can look at mess as how to heal it, how we avoid it, how do we get revenge, or in spiritual maturity, again, what's my role in the mess? And why? Because the dire, we all have this desire for justice, like we want to make things right. And what does that look like? Because John 15 says, apart from me, you can do nothing. So our justice and the world's justice are two different things. And my desire is to make things right, but my my dark desire is to get revenge. And, and that's, that's, not a, that's just not of God. And, and I want you guys to think about this question for a moment. Because the desire for justice is a thirst. And, and we all have this thirst. And the story that I want to share with you guys kind of relates to this because this woman had a thirst. But Jesus said something to her that really just knocked her socks off. And I want you guys to just think about this question for a moment. And it is... What are the things that I thirst for that I'm hoping that will give me ultimate satisfaction? And, and when I think of the word thirst, you know, we think of like water bottles, Aquafina, Iron Mountain, Ice Mountain, whatever it is, you know, it's not that, trust me. And this thirst can ultimately be filled by Christ. And let me get one volunteer. Like, when is one time that you had like a really just 
unquenchable thirst for water. Can you name a time? One person? Was it at a sporting event? Right? So there was an unquenchable thirst inside of you that it could only be satisfied by a bottle of water, right? And Christ says that the deep need in us can only be satisfied by our relationship with him. And we all get thirsty, right? I remember that. I had that same situation. I remember I was seven or eight years old and I was visiting Murfreesboro and I was out riding. We had big wheels back then, and you know, me and the kids in the neighborhood were riding our big wheels around, and my cousins were there, and some of the friends, his friends were there, and and I remember that summer it was really, really hot outside, and we were outside probably for a couple hours, and I hadn't had anything to drink, but I remember my throat was really, really dry, and I had two choices to make. Their house was about 30 feet away. And my friends were about 15 feet away. And I wanted to stay with the crowd, but the house is right there. But, but I didn't want to leave the crowd. So I had two choices to make. Go in the house, or behind me was a puddle of water. And, and being seven and eight, and immature, I looked at my friends, looked at the house, and looked at the water. Looked at my friends again, and I turned around, and I looked to see if anyone was looking and I stuck my face in the water and I took a big drink. And, and the reason why I share that with you is because when we talk about this thing called messes, right? Like my, I wasn't mature enough to understand that there could have been bacteria in that water that could have made me sick. I didn't understand that that bacteria could make me throw up. I could die from it. But I, but I chose it anyway because I didn't want to be left out of the crowd. And in the same sense, like we all have this desire to be fulfilled with water. And in the story I want to share with you from John chapter 4, this is just what the woman was thirsting for, right? Because she had a bad reputation. When we talk about messes, like she had a family life that was messed up. She had a personal life that was messed up. She had a social life that was kind of messed up. And it was just, just one big mess until she met the one that can unravel her mess. And his name was Jesus, right? And he's our, our peacemaker, our waymaker, our healer, our restorer. And the same mess that he unraveled 2,000 plus years ago, he's still doing in 2022. So I want to share with you this story because I, I've read this so many times before. And each time I read it, I still get something new out of it. So here's this woman, and she's married. She's been married five times. She has to go out in the middle of the day to get water because her reputation is so bad she didn't want to see anyone. And Jesus comes walking through a town that he generally, Jews usually avoid because of the, the tension between Jews and Samaritans. But he stopped, and he noticed her. And he didn't look at her past. He didn't ridicule her because she'd been in multiple relationships. He didn't mock her or laugh at her. He didn't put her down, but he noticed she was thirsty. And it wasn't for the water that she was getting out of the well, but it was a thirst to know him, to, to feel refreshed, to feel healed. And this is what she said after coming, coming with Jesus, coming to meet Jesus. She said, G, G, I'm sorry, Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. 
And Jesus answered her, and he said, If you knew the gift of God and whom it is you say to give you a drink, you would have asked him, he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw out of this well. It is deep. And then this is a statement I want you guys to think about. Where do you get this living water? And see, for me, that's the mic drop. Where do you get this living water? She asked 2,000 plus years ago. And guys, certainly I ask that question sometimes when I get lost and confused. When my spirit gets down, I need to go back and get living water from the source. And I love, again, I love Jesus' response, right? He didn't criticize her, but he noticed that she had a thirst. And sometimes today and even tomorrow and the things that we don't know that's coming, we ask that same question and we'll be asking that same question. Where can I get this living water? Because what, really what she was asking is, what is life all about? Where do I find this life that was promised? Are you the answer? And the answer is yes. Because here's Jesus. He not only takes our messes, but he turns them into masterpieces. But ultimately, he said this, remember. He says, if you knew this God, you could have asked him and he would have given you living water. So that's what I want to leave you guys with, with a little encouragement. We're all thirsty. I know it. I've been working with junior high kids for the past decade and a half. And there's a thirst now in 2022 that I've never seen before when I first started, you know, back in the mid-2000s that has just exploded. But I want you guys to know as we jump into this series about the messes, don't, don't look at your situation as the end-all to end-all because we all have messes. But again, Jesus can take our mess and turn it into a masterpiece. Jesus can take our Christmas that is a mess and take our Christmas and make it blessed. And that's what I want you guys to take away. Who do you say this Jesus is? And have you asked? Let me pray for you guys and then we'll jump back into worship. Father God, I just thank you for this day. I thank you for allowing me to come here and share what you put on my tongue to speak. And God, I pray, Lord, this living water that you still offer in 2022. Lord, that it quenches every soul in this room. Lord, as we walk out of here and walk into our school buildings tomorrow, in our neighborhoods, in our homes, we would know that you are the God of this universe. And you have a plan, despite whatever our background is, despite what our family life looks like, despite whatever social or economic or, or whatever stigmas that may plague us from coming to know you a little closer. And God, I pray. Lord, that the trophies of this earth would not discourage us. Lord, and we take our eyes off of them and focus on the crown that you have stored up for us. Lord, we love you. We thank you. Continue to use and speak through us tonight. We pray all this. Everybody say, amen. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you.